Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Well, the evening is, is beautiful. The fans have had their fill of just about everything today. Almost the 90 overs bowled, um, and as England made 262 for nine. There's that old cricketing saying that goes uh, along the lines of "Don't judge a pitch until both teams have batted on it." But you can't help thinking, uh, Darren Goff, Steve Harmison, that England have missed a massive trick there today. Won the toss on what looks to be a pretty flat surface. Uh, and have found themselves 262 for nine. Another mid to late order collapse, leaving them uh, way, way short of where they'd have wanted to be at the start of the day. Exactly, Butch. I think South Africa will be the uh, happier of the two teams, without a doubt. Lost the toss. England deciding to bat. And uh, we all thought it was going to be a score around 350 plus minimum, right? And it's got to a stage now. A little partnership there from Pope and Anderson. A partnership of 28, mainly down to the wonderful youngster that is Oli Pope who's played magnificently for 56 not out his second uh, test match 50 and I think it, that was in his last innings in New Zealand so back to back 50s from the young lad an excellent innings and England now are in a situation where they've got to go out tomorrow and try and scratch around for another 10 20 30 if miracles do happen well the uh, the hardy dar or the ibis bird managed to uh, manage to bat all day um, and england managed to as well i suppose there's there's a bonus for you steve england weren't shot out before the close and have the chance to add to that 262 tomorrow absolutely butchered and you look at what happened up at centurion just a week ago when the the night watchman came out and you're saying he's come out 20 minutes too early managed to hang around the end of the day and then he hung around for half an hour an hour the next morning demoralizes a team so that's where you know england have got to have that tomorrow morning you know making sure the two bowlers that are bowling first up tomorrow morning are struggling to find the the, the balance between attacking ollie pope and making sure they can get jimmy anderson on strike and if england can come out tomorrow morning and capitalize on that just get somewhere near 280 290 like darren said and push it on towards the 300 mark then they'll feel as though they've got to score that potentially is in the game when they haven't got bat last on it but I agree with what, all, what everybody's been saying you know you do talk about when both sides have batted on it 
but England are well, well short so far in this game after winning, after winning what was a fantastic toss. Um, positives then in terms of England's batting, or actually no, let's let's start on the opposite end of it. Um, Dominic Sibley made 30, Denley 38, Root 35, Ben Stokes 45, Butler 29. Only Oli Pope has gone on to make a 50 of the recognised batsmen. I mean, it's just not good enough, is it? You, you understand when batsmen um, get knocked out before they've made 10. Anybody can get a naught, anyone can get knocked over first ball. But for so many of England's batsmen to do the hard work, get themselves in, and then not go on to make a significant score, that's where it's really hurt them today, isn't it? Of course. I mean, like I say, when, when, when you've got so many guys who have actually gone in, done the hard work, done the graft, like Joe Denley did, like Dom Sibley did, and then they get themselves into a situation where they get skittled, uh, 262 for nine, a late collapse. It's not ideal. We all know that. But, you know, something come back tomorrow, as we all agree on, England can get another 20 or 30 runs. They're actually in the box seat, and that would be fantastic if England can get somewhere up to 300. But let's be honest, we all think 50 to 70 short of what a good score would be when you win the toss and bat. England not made 400 more than once in their last, well, it's now 24 innings. It's very, very unlikely that they're going to, I'll include this one, it's very unlikely that they're going to get there now. And what about um, South Africa's bowlers? Because that was hard toil today, wasn't it? They didn't have anywhere near the same sort of assistance as they did at Centurion, Steve. No, they didn't. But what they did was they played the patience game. I think word is getting around how the traps in the world cricket that all the technology you've got, you can work out how to get batsmen out. You can set fields for batsmen shots and shots of the way the, the, way the ball goes in the air but actually I think words getting around now that is this England cricket team is a bit soft if we if we as a team put the ball in the right area for long enough England will give it away and I think that's what's just happened in this and I think the the catalyst to that I think you know Joe Denley for me that was the change in innings you know Joe Denley's bad over 100 130 balls about 130 balls for 38 you know I don't mind him doing that but he can't bat 130 balls for 38 and then get out. He has to go on and get 70, 80, 90, 100 and let people buy it around it. Because what, he do, what you do is you dig a hole and the hole that you dig, you know, you put other people in it if you get out cheaply, if you get out and give it away. So for me, that was the turning point in this innings. You know, if he goes on and gets 80, 90 off 220 balls, all of a sudden Stokes comes in a bit later, Butler comes in a bit later. The second new ball is faced, you know, with, with the likes of Stokes and Butler and Curran to really have a go at that. Today, you know, we lost three wickets just before the, the second new ball. A lot of the batting today was criminal. If, we've seen quite a bit now of Joe Denley. He's not made 100 in Test match cricket. He's played some admirable innings and he's given England a little bit of ballast at the top of the order. Uh, are we now in a position where we can make a, make a call as to whether or not he has the requisite quality to, to bat at number three for England? I think he's, he's slightly changed, hasn't he? He's coming to the side. He, lo he looks as though he were a batsman when he first came in. He wanted to score runs. He wanted to attack the bowlers. He seems to have, over the last few Test matches he's played, starting in New Zealand, Seems as though his role's changed. He's almost going in now, and it's just about survival. And against the spin, he's got to find a game against the spinner. We know he likes to run down and hit it over mid-off. So what did they do today? They stuck a man out there straight away as soon as he came in and uh, stopped him just pushing it down there for one by uh, getting the extra cover straighter so they couldn't just push it for one. And he had no option. He had no other shot. So whether it's a sweep shot, which we all know Joe Denley can play. I've seen him play it. I didn't see him play a sweep shot today which uh, was very unlike him, and pressure kept building. And I've got to give credit to South Africa, actually. Their bowling 
and it has done for many years. They're good at doing this. They know when to sit in. They hold it. They've got good holding ballers. Pretorius were excellent today for South Africa. Maharaj were excellent as well. Philander, as always, he might have got slugged for a couple of fours at the end, but he was excellent again. And they know how to sit in, and they do it so well. And the problem with that, and we are not scoring, that's when we're liable to have a collapse. You lose one, we go bang, 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 bang. But what, what about Josh Butler then? Josh Butler came in and looked uh, and looked to be very, very aggressive, hyper-aggressive. We've not seen that from him um, in quite some time in Test Match Cricket now, and people have been crying out for it. He had a massive six into the building site over the, the northwestern stand that, it, that is, well, doesn't exist at the moment. There's a development going in there. Um, and it looked as though he was going to come out and try and play that counter-attacking innings. But yet again... He's disappointed, only 29 in the end, and, and it wasn't the, the, the innings of substance that England needs, and also he desperately needs. He's so, so short of runs at the moment. He is, but I thought the, the, the innings that Josh Butler played for me was, he had clarity of thought. There's so many innings in, the, in recent past where I don't think Joss had a clarity of thought, whether to block, whether to play a big shot, whether to go at the bowler, whether to sit in. I think that has been the muddle thinking of Joss Butler, which has brought his downfall in previous test matches. Today, I thought he, was clara he, was, he had a clear mind, a clear plan from very, very first ball. I'm coming at you. I'm going to walk across my stumps. I'm going to walk down a wicket, but I'm going to come at you. And I'm in a position where I'm looking as though I'm going to hit the ball. The first time where he did get caught in, in no man's land his trigger wasn't quite there quick enough and he wasn't in a still position to then go and hit the ball that brought his demise so for well, me, it was outside it was more... off stump though army then it was outside off stump hang on it was outside off stump there uh -huh. right the ball's swinging out just before the new ball it's a real important phase for England where they had to build a partnership he's walked across his stumps pushed it a wide one because he's hit a bit of ball he'd have just been out of leaf on a normal day but he's going for it I, I get you thinking but he's scored 150 now in his last 15 test innings I'm sorry at number 7 for all the talent he's got he's got to start delivering the goods I'm not bothered if he, he can go in I can go in at bat 7 and try and play a few shots and look positive at the crease but he's got to deliver I'm not disagreeing with you what I'm trying to say is it's the clarity of thought of him going out there the same movement he's hit the ball through mid-wicket and you've sat there on commentary go what a fantastic shot he's gone down the wicket and he's clipped the ball when it was on straighter it was on the stumps but possibly going to hit middle and leg and he's clipped it and it's gone for four you're seeing this is great batting by Joss Butler he's taking the batsman he's putting the ball the, the ball back in the bowler's court and he's really having a go at the batsman so to say that on commentary and say yes it's great to see Joss Butler being positive and then because he's got a, a movement and it's nipped away and he's nicked it I think it, it's, it's very difficult to be I think it's hard to then start having a go at somebody who has got a clear game plan I'm going to go at the ball so you know look I've been critical of Josh Butler many many times and you know that yourself when he has been in between decisions today I thought he was there was a, it was a clear mind that he was going at the ball and the one he didn't quite he nicked it but two or three times before he nicked that ball when he walked across he actually played some good shots through mid, mid wicket and extra cover and there were good shots and we, we applauded them good shots Right to reply, Daz? I, mean, I know you, you feel pretty strongly that, that you know, if you're going to have somebody at number seven, Johnny Besto sat on the sidelines, is going to score, is, might score more runs. And I know that this is a bugbear of yours. So. Right. It's, it's also, I, I agree with Amir. I think Josh Butler, I do think, is a fantastic talent. He's amazing. But I think he does get 
an easier ride than some of the others. A lot of people are tweeting in and texting in and whatever it is and talking about folks from Surrey. But yes, he's a best keeper. We all know that. But is he going to be able to bat seven for England against all the countries around the world? I don't think so. Bairstow well, he, he, he should be batting seven. 44 and 45 in Test match cricket. He did a great job at that number. So that's where he should be batting. Yeah, OK, fair enough. Well, we, we're lucky enough down here before uh, these two come to blows um, to be joined by England's top scorer and uh, a man who has, uh, has sparkled here at uh, Newlands, Ollie Pope. Ollie, very well played. Uh, that must have felt great out there. Yeah, it was a pretty cool feeling being out there with Jimmy, um, especially in front of this great crowd and so many Barmy Army. But yeah, it was nice to sort of capitalise on my start and hopefully put us into a pretty decent position. Decent position? Is that, is that the, the genuine thought? I mean, you won the toss and batted first, you're 260 for nine. Yeah, look, we, did, we weren't quite sure how the pitch was going to play. Um, there's definitely a little bit in it for the seamers. Uh, I think it's more nipped off the cracks. So it's almost like when it has nipped, it's done, it's done quite a bit. Um, but it, look, it's a good wicket. Uh, it looks like it could, could get quite dry. Um, but yeah, fingers crossed we can get a few more tomorrow and then expose those cracks with the ball. Um, I'm guessing that uh, a partnership with Jimmy Anderson isn't exactly what you were looking for um, around about the tea break, but your positive intent from the start seemed to, to galvanise Ben Stokes and the other players around you. Yeah, I sort of I try to play the same tempo pretty much whatever situation I come in, just play my game, and then if the situation dictates like it did at the end, then I'll change it. But credit to Jimmy there with sort of Norky and um, Rabada bowling some good pace. He played really nicely and I had sort of full confidence in those last two balls that he was going to get through them. Great stuff, Ollie. We'll let you go. Thanks for talking to us. We were uh, just about done here at Newlands. Um, Ollie Pope will go and get himself a, a well-earned shower and a, a cold drink, probably a, an ice bath or something equally unpleasant up there in the England dressing room as he thinks about adding to his overnight tally. Uh, very well played by the young man. England missed him up at Centurion, and it's good to see him back in the team and back scoring once again. Um, we will back here tomorrow morning. The, uh, the build-up will only be the half an hour but it will be another crucial day in the series for England. They're already behind the eight ball. They're already behind in the series. And, uh, well, we think, I'm not sure what the England dressing room thinks, but we think they're behind in this game as well, having uh, been nine down for 260. But all will be revealed. It's time for us to uh, take a, well, perhaps not a nice bath, but maybe an ice cold drink uh, and head off back to the hotel. Great season with Kent last year in the Championship, so great opportunity for him to, to go and show everyone how good a player he is. Philander in again. Beat it's gone! Quinton de Grove takes the catch! Zach Crawley's on his way! Philander goes in, and that's a beautiful punch off drive from Sibley. That is a shot of real assurance. It's super <laughs> califragilated, expialidocious. He's something like that. Super califragilated. Yeah. Goffey, please, just stop it. Mate, you've watched that film too many times if you know that. No, I was just educated. Delander is in again, and that is pulled away in very good style indeed by Joe Denley. Beats the fielder. If I'm not mistaken, is Nokia now chasing a bird, Manners? Uh, uh, not just any bird, that's a hardy dart. Rabada once again, bowls full length and flicked away beautifully on the leg side for four. The hardy dart has now ventured in towards a leg gully position. It has a long beak, not quite as long as an ibis. I've nicknamed it NASA. Pretorius is in. And again, it's a half volley on leg stump, and Sibley deals with it. And it brings up the 50 for England. Excellent shot control from Dom Sibley. Rabada is in again, and Sibley is inched, and he is caught by Decaux. Well, it's just the class of KG Rabada, one of 
history's great bowlers, the stats tell you that. Oh, and Root took his eye off that and got hit by that one. That was sharp by Rivada. Root oh, plays him well this time, pushed off the back foot, a typical Joe Root shot. Tell you what, how good is this? Two champions, Newlands, moments before lunch. And the 100 comes up for England. The edge dropped and slipped. Straight into first slip. And he's dropped it. Oh, what a huge error. Bouncer from Nokia and it hits Joe Root and it's gloved him. He's gloved him and it's gone up to Quinton de Kock. Joe Root, very, very unhappy. I'm just, could something have been said to him? Yeah, I can't really work out what was going on there. At the moment that, that Rabada ran past him, Joe Root's head just jacked, jacked round as if to go, excuse me. And so that's, something has happened there between those two. Maharaj comes in. another England player out in his 30s that's three now if he wants to have a career batting at the top order for England he has to play spin a lot better you cannot play spin bowling the way he played it on a flat surface today Rabada oh and that's short and that's clattered by Ben Stokes forward and square Fuller this time a poke punches it between extra cover and mid off Rabada gives up the chase and that's a really handsome boundary this is a time this is an opportunity to try and be a little bit more positive and engage that brain. Oh, shot. What a shot that is. Absolutely effortless from Oli Pope. Now is the time to dominate Vernon Philander. And that is smashed away by Stokes, who's had more than enough of maiden overs and launches it over Logon for the first maximum of the innings. Absolutely sumptuous from Ben Stokes. And the 50 partnership comes up between him and Oli Pope. Stokes and Stokes has just chipped it to extra cover and he can't quite believe what he's done yet another Englishman gets himself in and gets himself out here's uh, Norkia down the leg side four runs oh that's an extraordinary shot Josh Button has just chipped down and drop kicked the ball ten rows back over mid on for six he has just spanked that into the building site Pretorius in oh what a delivery that's come from absolutely nowhere that is brilliant bowling and it's Joss Butler that's got to go from 29. Curran then with a convincing shot but not this time. What a ball to leave. He's off stump as cartwheeled out of the ground. The England dressing room looks decimated. When things have got tough for England, they've tended to buckle. Philander bowling then to Darkness and he's nicked off very first ball. Welcome to Test Match Cricket in South Africa, what a bowler Ferdinand Philander is, and what a hole England are in at this moment in time. Yorker, too good for Stuart Broad, straight through, made a mess of the stump. Pope comes down the wicket to him, tries to hit him over the top and just does. Go on, Oliver. Can he just come down and smack him back over his head and say, let's not bother with the singles, let's go for boundaries. Ollie Pope goes through to his half century. Top job, Ollie Pope. Rabada is in. Pope plays a kind of hook shot ball. He should be caught. He is caught. And England's innings has come to an end. And it could be that Ollie Pope survives. That is a no ball. That's way over the line. And uh, everyone's decided enough's enough. We've had 89 overs today. England have finished after winning the toss with a total of 262 for nine. What kind of bowler are you? Attacking bowler, mate. What did you attack? He said modestly. <laughs> what did you attack? <laughs> the stumps. You attacked a few bats. Yeah, I did. I attacked the stumps. That's the way um, I enjoyed bowling. I only bowled uh, two balls at Kevin Peterson.
First ball, he edged it through the slip corner. Second ball, I pulled Miami. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz in the Bypassal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz in the Channelized Bimbingus at the Bypassal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.